What's up, everybody? You've downloaded today's podcast. It is Friday. So? I don't think we should sell our Friday podcasters short. Let's have a chat. Okay, we can if you want. No, usually we just, because we... We're not even talking because I was going to do it so quick. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. No, usually you go, here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Maddie, you're like a sponge. You're like a sponge, Maddie. Thank you. Living a pineapple under the sea. That's not why you're like a sponge. You're like a sponge because you soak up information and then you disperse it at your will. That's right. Every Friday I share with you what I've learnt this week. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. The dynamic between men and women. It's a weird one. We can love hate each other at exactly the same time. Thousands of people have been asked, what is the most annoying habits of the opposite gender? Right. And it is interesting, and I've got my hands on what women think are annoying about men. And I learnt it's a very long list. They channel surf rapidly. Oh, my wife hates that. Yes, it's like, pick a channel. No, I'm watching everything. Develop a martyr complex when sick. Oh, well, we are close to death, though. I mean... <laughs> Burping and farting non-stop. And the fact that they still find it funny at any age. That's true. You want to pull my finger, Maddie? Okay. <laughs> Don't do the housework. They think they have 50-50 share, but they never help out at home. That would be annoying if your partner did that. <laughs> <laughs> they leave all their laundry on the ground. It's not being left there. That's where I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Stav and I are always looking to better ourselves, we took it very seriously. Do you want to have a guess of what are other five? Toilet seat up. Oh, number five, pee on the toilet seat and leave it up. Well done. I still don't know why they don't just have those like those bins, a pedal on them, so you can just flip it up and then... That's some, of them, right I think some of them do. Yeah, right. Pedal, yeah. Mm. Hey, Siri, lift the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> use uh, dr- ten drinking glasses a day rather than just use one. They'll keep leaving it out. Leaving hair in the sink after shaving. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Wide boys always splash the mirror when they brush their teeth. It's and so you know we did it. So what is the number one thing women hate about men? Ah. The number one? Yes. Snoring. You want to you want to... Oh, snoring. No, snoring. Snoring. We're not that bad. If that's all that annoys you about us... That's just the top we're, ten. We're quite pleasant. <laughs> Do you want me to go through the top hundred? So... <laughs> Dr. Carl joined us for a chat this week. G'day, I'm Dr. Carl. Carl Krasinski. No, 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 not that one. Dr. Carl or Neighbours. Fletcher, who plays Dr. Carl on Neighbours. G'day, guys. It's always a pleasure to chat to you. I like him a day. He's played a doctor on the telly for so many years now. We thought we'd put him to the test. Real disease <laughs> or fake disease? We're going to test you on your doctor knowledge. We're going to read out diseases. Now, some of them are real and the other one is a fake one. You have to see if you can pick which one is the real disease. Okay. I'll be be rubbish. Let's go. Okay, here we go. And I learnt, he's learnt a lot over the years. Werewolf syndrome or ladybug lipnosis? Oh, I I think I'd have to go with a werewolf syndrome. I know a few people like that. Here's a real disease. Well done. Yes. But how hairy do you have to be, though, do you reckon, to go that far? Because, you know, you just see some real hairy dudes. Mm. Like, at what point does... It's got excessive hair all over except for your palms. I think back of of the knees is the manger diet. If you you grow hair on the back of your knees, you're in trouble. He's so doctory. Here we go. Real disease or fake disease? (laughs) COVID-19. 
<laughs> and unfortunately, there's absolutely no question that that is as real as it gets. And for anyone out there who's pretending it doesn't exist, then guys, that that is a disease in itself. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Incorrect. You, you were the you were the face of well, not the face of COVID nineteen, <laughs> but in, in the face of you know fighting it in the yeah. UK, weren't you? Yeah, pretty dire. I've got a lot of family and friends over there, and they're in lockdown, mm. and uh, and life is really really tough for them. Can you make a hotline ring? Now, if you've ever called the show, before you get put through to the studio, our producer, Shivy, is the girl who picks up the call. Morning, B105, this is Shiv. She's house-sitting at the moment. House-sitting. House-sitting. Pros and cons of house-sitting. Got asked to house-sit for a few weeks, and I was like, yep, look, that's fine. I live in a one-bed apartment. I'll take a five-bed house any day. And the couple, I know them kind of socially, but they're really lovely, and they, you know, they've left loads of stuff for me, and they were like, look, take our master bedroom. The air conditioning's there, Netflix, great. And I was kind of thinking that I'd take one of the kids' rooms because, yep. you know, just not sleeping in someone's bed. And then I looked yeah. at all the kids' rooms and they're all single beds. And I was like, nuts, straight to the master. I learned it hasn't all been smooth sailing. And I don't know this couple really well. And they've left something um, quite personal. Bottle of lube has been left on the nightstand. Maybe they just had forgotten and you should put it away. Oh, I'm not touching it. No, but then it's like because they'll be embarrassed that they came back. Yeah. They or maybe be. they're not embarrassed. She was in a bit of a pickle and wanted some help on what she should do. I feel like I'm doing a public service for house sitters everywhere. Just if I don't, away. what does it look like? Does it look like it's is it ornamental? You know how you see no, some, it's some people. It's, it's, is it's, it one that you got free full. when you bought a box of something? No, they definitely purchased it. It's fancy, like it looks oh. fancy. What's it in a decanter? But <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was like, "Hey, just don't forget to fix that squeaky bed." Before before we go. Oh my god, you know what I realised? They've left it out for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Empty it out and be like, thanks guys. I appreciate that. Love Tower City. And as you know, when we can't get a final answer between us, we go to you guys. I think that we should just leave it out. You wouldn't you wouldn't hide tampon. Mm. Don't be embarrassed for all the saying. Yeah. Um, I have six, six months of the year. Leave it out. Don't touch it. You uh, must see a lot of things then, Paul. I probably do, but I don't. I just don't talk about. It. I just ignore it. Yeah. It's their house. Yeah. And I don't sleep in. I don't sleep in the, the main bedroom. I sleep in the spare bedroom. Courtney, what do you reckon? Leave it out or put it in the top drawer? I reckon take a photo of it with you. Send it to them and say thanks for the great two weeks. <laughs> winner. Make a joke out of it. Yeah. Winner. That's what I've learned this week, and you guys can catch up with everything again on the podcast or our Facebook page. Just search Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Having a bit of a crisis. No, really. <laughs> how long, how many years has this been going on for? 15 so far. <laughs> no, things are changing in the Davidson household, and I'm not sure if I like it too much. Because obviously the saga that ended up uh, very happily when we mm. got we got, finally got a puppy we got yes. the lang your second child as you're now calling it yeah I don't know how people have two kids man it's a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> did you did you put the puppy on your uh, Medicare card <laughs> can you do that yeah <laughs> you should be able to but how much are you getting up in the middle of the night to take her to the toilet and so I was uh, playing hide and seek with him the other day and pardon um, I was playing hide and seek with he him. plays hide and seek with him with the dog yeah. <laughs> What do you do when it's the dog's turn to find you? He's, How does he know to count? No. <laughs> He's very well trained. He's very well trained. 
<laughs> so playing hide and seek with him, and then I went, oh. I used to play hide-and-seek with Rory. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't playing hide-and-seek with Rory because Rory was off getting her ears pierced. My so little, little Rory's girls. growing up. Yes. And you're not coping. I told you you wouldn't cope, man. I didn't listen to you. <laughs> you are. You, we say that you're a hectic mum, and that's only because you've got such a big heart. And from mm. someone that didn't want children initially, mm. you've gone the opposite way to that's just your life, mm. that you're the sort of guy that could run an orphanage with 100 kids. <laughs> So no, let's, no. Hang on, let's, no, not, like, let's not go too far. <laughs> I'll do it. But he, no, but he is, though. Like, you just need a lot of love. He would love them. He just probably wouldn't feed them all or, <laughs> or dress them, you know. Or he's still alive. Like a real orphanage. Um, but Yeah, but it's going to be hard no, for you when she grows up, man. But I, I couldn't have... Like, this is the other thing. I'm like... Because I obviously puppies require a lot of attention. And now I feel like I'm neglecting my first child. No, I think she needs it. She needs a little bit of the pressure taken off her. She wanted a break. Oh, she did. She needed a break. She's like, Daddy, I can't go on the trampoline with you every two minutes. I've got stuff to do. No, film your own TikTok, Dad. I want to talk to my friends. Well, I'm not ready for her to grow up. <laughs> Dad, what? get out of the bathroom. I'm having a bath by myself. I'm old enough now. She's already done that to me. You know, I can shampoo my own hair. No, you can't. You don't get it right. <laughs> what, what is it, though? Because it is, it is weird when they go... Um, I don't know about a daughter, but I know with Ethan, mm. when when they aren't kids anymore, that's a that's a tough one. Mm. When you realise, oh, okay, they're their own person and mm. they have their own sort of beliefs and things like that. Mm. How are you going to go when, you know, she's 16 or 17 and she climbs into a car with a boy or a girl and off they go? I'm going to sick Angus on them. Yeah. <laughs> I think the earrings as well, because you never wanted to get her ears pierced young. Mm. You said that when she's old enough. Yeah. And now that's the old enough. Yeah. It's mm. like that milestone where the ears pierced or start wearing look- makeup. Yeah. And looks she old. Looks- Older, she looks older, you know. Yes, so I'm not happy. <laughs> you could have another kid. No, I don't want. No, no, no. That's what I'm. I'm already struggling with. He like... wouldn't be out it because because it would just be the same heartache. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just that realization when they grow up and they just don't have that dependency on you as much. Yeah, and then what am I going to do when Angus has the same thing? If you well, can always this is why you don't dog. open your heart because you end up getting hurt every time. <laughs> you can always get another dog now. What happens when Angus doesn't want to play hide and seek with me anymore? Well, you need to. And you're so thirsty. It's always better to love. <laughs> and lost and never to have loved at all. Yeah. Do you want me to get, idiot. Why don't we get that printed out for him? We can get like a little meme so you can Do put it on your wall. Don't be that. upset that it ended. Be happy that it happened. Yeah. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Is Kat crying about the ears pierced? Was that a big moment for her? No, I think it's, that's different for girls, I think, because, you know, that it's, it's like something, like some rite of passage that you do with your mum and stuff. I think, I don't know. She, I don't think she's I don't know. Fast. I went out with my girlfriends and didn't tell my mum. <laughs> Are you going to do stuff with your dog, like take him for his first beer, have the birds and the bees chat with him? Oh, my God, we should get the dog in and he does that. Get the what? The birds and the bees chat. You know, like if you're going to treat it like a child, maybe you should just go through the I'm not treating it like a child. Here you are. No, I'm not. Yeah. You've got it in a cot by your bed. That's what you do now. It's called crate training. (laughs) You breastfed it. (laughs) That's what you do now. It's called nurturing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's good. I think you've got a dog at the right time. In my life. Yeah, so you can soften the tears around Rory when she's growing up, you know? (laughs) She can be like, that's all right, remember my brother's here. He's a dog, but you've got him. Remember, though, it does turn it, it does turn around. Mm. Like you know, the I think kids grow up and then they go away from you, but then they do come back as they you know. Rory will start her own family, or she'll do you know meet someone, mm. get married maybe, and then 
it changes. Your focus completely turns back in on you. Mm. And I imagine that would be a lo- that'll be a lovely time. You just got you just got to wait. We all know I'm not going to live that long. <laughs> Man, you are just a... I'm, you know what? I'm trying to poke some sunshine through this bloody storm cloud well, at the I'm, moment. I'm not but ready it for it yet. The Lanina's <laughs> here, and I cannot part this thing. Anyway, I've you got know? to go home early today because I've got to race home for Angus. So oh, my God. You guys, we'll meet, we'll meet up with Stav in 10 years' time. There'll be cats hanging off him. There'll be dogs everywhere in the corner of the room with What are you talking vape. about? How is that not now? <laughs> He's got all the cats in the house. He's that's true. got My his baby. Right what do you mean? I don't understand how that's going to be in ten years' time. That's now. Oh well. Well, good luck to your future. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It is coming back. It's going to be a different year this year. COVID safe, I'm sure. Uh, we're talking about I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Dr. Chris Brown and Julia Morris are on this morning. Good morning, beautiful people. Good morning. And a big cheerio uh, from us here. I'm so all, glad. All masked, masked up, ready to talk. <laughs> <laughs> all muffled. We're so glad this is still going ahead. And we were talking about the UK version where they're going to be doing it in uh, Wales. Wales now. But they normally come over to Australia. So technically speaking, we've always had the most brilliant place to be able to do I'm a Celeb. Yeah, if only we had the British pound to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it would help. What, what, what you'll notice when you see, when you see the show, um, and, and we've, we've only just learnt this ourselves, mm. is that um, compared to Africa and, and what we had over there, the Australian um, setup is basically half the campsite but importantly, I think, double the studio size. So, so in the treehouse is, is kind of like two to three times bigger. So they've really prioritised our role, which we, yeah. we really appreciate. Well, our comfort, of course, during that time is paramount. Well, I, I mean, um, normally you guys would bunk off to Africa for a long period of time, but now you would still you would have the ability to go home for weekends and stuff. I don't think we're having weekends. No. I, don't think the, I think that what we're doing is we're just going out at Bulletin Gate, shooting it, and getting out of here, literally. Right. Yeah. Well, where exactly are you doing it in Australia? Well, it's a secret, secret unclosed location, but I will say this. that um, Well, let's not make it a I secret. I think it's Byron let's Bay, just, isn't it? It's been announced as Byron Bay. Let's just say that um, have your crystals charged by the full moon because yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to go into this yeah. this jungle, you need yeah, to, no, to have all uh, your uh, your yeah. affirmations done, be a, in a nice little circle singing Kumbaya. Let's oh, yeah. this way. I can feel some sort of hooping cough coming on. <laughs> yeah, okay. brilliant. Well, see, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Julia, for um, confirming that Zac Efron and the Hemsworth brothers are going on it. Oh, I mean, can you imagine? I've just been private trials the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hang on. Are you saying it's in Byron? Bay, or are you saying it's in Nimbin? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's sort of the, an inland. It is. I mean, it's, to be honest, it's, it's probably more jungly even than Africa. Is. Oh it's, it's God! Very, very lush, very tropical. There's some people are saying, "What's well, the Australian bush? You can't call it dock. Uh, can't call it jungle." And I'm like, I think jungle is a state of mind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because we're not technically in yeah. the jungle in Africa either. We're on a low veil, aren't mm, we? Yeah. Have right. you guys ever been to Nimbin know. before? Oh, I've been to Nimbin. Yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about it, obviously, at this time. Nimbin is one of those weird places where I've I've been there once in my lifetime and everyone says to you, get ready for it. And we're like, yeah, sure. Sure, it's like that. But I had an old lady on a mobility scooter with a violin backpack on and she scooted (laughs) up to me and goes, do you want some fresh cookies or mushrooms? I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, you heard it. Julia's been to Nimbin. (laughs) (laughs) I put away with that scooter. 
computer now, so the, judge, the tone of judgment's not necessary. <laughs> I've always wanted to get on those ones in the shopping centres. You know how you can hire them out, but I feel like you'd be judged yeah. for it. Oh, it's hard, tricky. It's a PC. It could be a PC nightmare. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, just, I tell you what, why don't you smash your foot with a hammer <laughs> and then go there, and then you sort of, you're going to feel like you it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do that for you, Maddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's the big, big celebrity from overseas who has to quarantine to come? There's surely going to be one of those this year. Quite often, it's the local, it's the local Australian ones that okay. provide the most interest and the most yeah. excitement and, and the most content and chat. Well, I think, Sue, when you get a really, really, really big star, they are reluctant to truly open up. And that's mm. part of the insanity of this show, apart from being mad and eating crazy things and, you know, being locked away. I think that people who want to give more of themselves, and that doesn't tend to be someone who's had to be highly guarded. Mm. So oftentimes you'll find, it's with the, even when big stars come in, we don't get to know them that much better. I feel like Warren is the only one who properly crossed that divide. Mm. Am I right? Yeah. Maybe um, Maureen from the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of warning stories we can never put to air, but but when, yeah, when we could put one to air, it really has great insight into it. But it's working. Yeah, and it gives us an amazing backstage uh, dinner party story. So <laughs> Chris and I are sorted. Hey, before we let you guys go, um, we've done a little bit of digging around and we've got two past uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here contestants on the line, the lovely Evie Jones and the lovely oh. the lovely Tanya Hennessy is there as well. Amazing. But wow. be- because of timing, guys, you've got to pick your favourite. You can't chat to both. Who do you want? Oh, oh that, is, that is the worst. There's no way we're choosing. Oh, you've just got to get a double plug-in. Well, if I, <laughs> we're getting the wrap-up with the publicist is in my ear at the moment saying, tell them they've only got time for one. Yeah, can't do it. We'll not choose. Uh-oh. I mean, what? Uh, 75 years in the business, mate. You reckon I'm stepping straight into that one? I love and adore them. Both. 75 <laughs> years. Uh, oh, my God. Well, uh, also, i tell you what, you did do the favour for me is, is picking two of my all-time favourites. Yeah. So that's the bonus for us. Oh, well oh, done. There we go. Oh, well played. Well played. <laughs> uh, there we go. Thank you so much, guys. Dr. Chris Brown, Julia, um, it's going to be nice to have some joyous television on after the year that we've had. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, Gen 3 is the word we've just been told uh, for I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here on 10. Nice to talk to you both this morning. Super excited. Love you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hi, Alpha Bucks. We play... Emerald and Beach are your letters. Enjoy. (laughs) Your words. Your answers. Well, you know what they are. They're also letters, words. You've got it right. Well done. Monday, Monday. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday, um, I hit peak terrible parent. Actually, I'm going to blame Esther. It was actually Esther's fault. Is she not Ooh. listening now? No, she, if she's listening, morning baby, she'll be taking it, the kids to school. This is her fault. This, this is her fault. does she think it is? My fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, um, <clears throat> we, we're doing something at work at the moment where um, our general manager is taking groups of um, people from work uh, out to lunches so we can sort of discuss our COVID experience mm-hmm. and, and help, you know, next year bond as a team here in the office and whatever. So uh, I left there at 2.30 yesterday to do school pickup. And usually I would go home before school mm-hmm. pickup, but I was here at work, went to lunch, and then went straight to Xander's school. As I walk in there, usually he's waiting in the line because you're not allowed into the whole school grounds mm-hmm. for COVID, and I couldn't see him. 
And I'm like, oh, he's off playing with one of his mates. So I'm looking around and, you know, time's passing. People are starting to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts to get eerie in the yeah. school ground as you're yeah. like only one of the last few parents there. When did panic set in? The panic set in when I went over to Thomas, uh, his mate, and said, where's Xander, Tom? And he said, Xander didn't come to school today. Right. Uh... Now I was like, <laughs> cool. All right. Um, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I haven't seen him at all. And I was like, right, because my wife hasn't sent me a message to say that Xander's not at school. Right. So I rang Esther and Esther didn't answer. Oh. And so I rang her work phone and Esther didn't answer. And then I, I said to his other mate, I was like, have you played with Xander today? He's like, nah, I haven't seen Xander. Is there any teachers to ask? No, there was no teachers about oh. at this point. Um, so I rang my cousin who's building at my house at the moment to oh, say, yeah. hey, can you go inside and ask Esther where Xander is? Uh, and he didn't answer. Because he <laughs> What's was <busy>. going on? <laughs> so then I called Ethan. Uh-huh. My 18-year-old. Oh, this will fix it. I, you know what would be annoying? Mm. He would have been holding the phone, but he still may have not answered. Mm-hmm. He screened me because <laughs> it went... This person is not available. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. So I'm standing in the middle of Xander's school, mm-hmm. and then a dad walks over to me, right, mm-hmm. who has I've meant to have been organising a play date with for about a month now. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll organise it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. I've got the little kid there going, I want to have the play date with Xander, you promised. The dad walks towards me, mm-hmm. and he comes up to me and he goes, hey, I'm thinking park on the weekend. Do you want to do the park? And I had to say to this dad... Oh. I don't know where Xander is. Apparently he's sick. So when I find him, I'll work out what's going on. Did you um, at any point think you thought he was at home, right? Or do, were you starting to think? Well, was he at home? Wait, wait where was he? Yeah. he? He didn't go to work. To, didn't go to school that no, day. No, he's, sti- he's sick. He was uh. sick. But Esther never texted me to let me know. Uh. So when I got home, she was like. You should have come home before you went to school pickup. I was like, no, you should have told me you kept our son home. Before Did you I tell went... her that you had the lunch, though? She knew I was at the lunch. Okay. And I rang her from lunch to school, and yeah. she was busy. So yeah. it was a miscommunication. Um, but I did, I was, where I was, was in a position of, do I trust the six-year-old yeah. that they haven't seen Xander <laughs> yeah. and go home? And then I get all the way home. Yeah. Esther goes to me, where's Xander? <laughs> yeah. And they just haven't managed to cross oh, yeah, paths with my six-year-old. Oh, yeah, he just didn't play with us at lunch. Do you know what else? What, what would have been scarier is if um, Esther went and got him with someone else. So they're like, yeah, someone else came and picked him up. That would freak you out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where you get worried. Yeah. But the the true embarrassment was with all the all the parents sort of standing around as they're, like, say, like talking <laughs> to me, and I'm like, I've got to go, Zan. It's not here. And then the day with the play day, I was like, I've been uh, I've been slacking. It's like, you know what? This. I don't know if I want to trust you with my child. Yeah. It's okay yeah. with the play date. Feel good. Go with, you know what? I just love the banter down here, guys. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because because the idea was for Ashton to come to our house and then when he realised I couldn't find my son, no, it was very much no. like let's meet in a park. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I want to. You know. You know what you do in life. Um, someone tells you a story like this, and mm. obviously, I'm a terrible, terrible uh, father. So. Tell me your story, and then I'll feel a whole lot better about it. Hey? <laughs> I got lost. Does that make you feel better oh, as a child? My yeah. dad was lost me in a big W. Yeah, it's always the dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a big W. And they did the telecom, like, you know, over the speaker, mm-hmm. yeah, that there is yeah. a missing girl here. There's a missing girl here. My dad heard that, thought I was safe, and because I had been whinging, thought it was an opportunity <laughs> to go to the other store, pick up what he needed, and then come back with my brothers and go, oh, you found her. Wow. <laughs>
Wow. Not even mad. What a genius. <laughs> what a genius. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Thirteen ten sixty. When did you lose your kid, like Maddie did? Do you reckon they're all dads? I hope not, because because I, uh, you know, yeah, for I, sure. I lost my son. Your dad lost mm. you. So I'm really fearful. Sorry, I just can't contribute to this. I just, <laughs> I've never lost a child. Hey, Dan in Ipswich. <laughs> hey, Abby, how are you? I'm good, hun. What happened? I'm sure you've lost your kids, Abby. Hey. Nah, they're too noisy to be honest. <laughs> oh, mine are noisy too, but it, easy, it happens easy. Mm. Me and my missus were in Kmart one day. She had two, I had two. Yep, yep, keep them in front of you. She looked away for five minutes. My little fella ran off with my seven-year-old. Mm. And we were worried. Like, we went to Kmart over the speaker and everything. And we are both freaking out. We are both like, it's your fault, it's your fault. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not my fault, I didn't have them. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go walk through the shopping centre. I found him down at the food court down, way down the other end. Oh, God. That's a long walk. Because so, you do, you just, your heart just sinks, don't you? You just get so oh, my panicked. heart went like, because these days, you know what it's like. There's yeah, heaps of weirdos out there. So. Yeah, mate. You know, I, that, it's so. funny though, isn't it? Because when I got home too, um, I was expecting my wife to say, oh, so sorry, I forgot to tell yeah. you. She, her thing was when I said Xander wasn't at school. She goes, "You should have come home." I said, "No, you should have." I made the dads freak out more than the mothers because mm. the mothers kill the dads afterwards. You know? <laughs> 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 Good point. They've got Good something point. to direct her. Have you Esther ever lost the kids? No, no, no it's, it's annoying, just, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know. and then when you lose them, like mm. when you're at the shops with them as a dad, you're like, I've got to find this. In kid your defence, before. they've done a little bit of um, experiment to see that women can see further behind. Yeah, they got bigger peripheral vision for that very um. And only because really? they've trained it. Mm. So how do you train your peripheral vision? Like, do you have to look around? You know how you do a man's evolution. Look? You need to stop that. Mm. Right. So you know look- when you're like, oh, I can't find that, and you're like, is it in the cupboard? You got to really. Dry. Uh, right. All right. Well, I'm going to guess we've got a mum that's done it here, Brendan in Orma. <laughs> <laughs> when did you lose your child? When did you lose your child, Brendan? Uh, I've done it twice, guys. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What happened? First, first time we were in a cafe having some coffee. My wife uh, went off with uh, three of our other children to Big W, mm-hmm. and I just sat there finishing off my uh, coffee, proceeded to walk off back to Big W, met my wife, and she looked at me and said, Where's the baby? <gasps> How old was the baby? Uh, Eleven months. <gasps> in the in the pram. Probably turned around, yeah. walked back to the coffee shop yeah. with my head down. Baby was still in the pram in the corner, <laughs> and just walked straight back out. Met my wife, and just nothing happened. <laughs> oh, Brendan! Oh my God! See, it must be hard with four kids. <laughs> They, oh, no, to be fair, that was called Coffee and Crash Shake oh, Cafe. So. Imagine the people that would have seen him. Or... Is that your baby? Is that your baby? <laughs> no, not my baby. No, it's not. Here we go. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a girl. Oh, Nicola. Yes! Nicola in Springfield Lakes. Have you lost a child? Um, I was actually the child that got lost. Oh. Ah. Was it your dad? Yes. No! <laughs> what happened, Nicola? We were on a platform in Amsterdam and we were boarding a train, but we got on the wrong train and I got off and he never and the doors closed <gasps> and he went away in the train. Was he looking at you as like as it took off? Yeah. Yeah, we're like looking at each other through the glass, the door shut, we're pushing the button trying to get the door open, but it closed and locked and off he went. How long was it gone for? Well, I thought he'd get off at the first station and come back again, mm. but it never stopped. It kept going. Uh-huh. 
So I was probably there for about 45 minutes on the platform on my own. Wow. Oh. Had, because you're like in Amsterdam, had, you, had yeah. your dad been on the cookies or what? <laughs> No, the mushrooms. <laughs> oh, right. oh, no. Oh, my God. Well. And back in that day, we I never had a phone. Like, no. kids yes. have phones nowadays, but I never. So, yeah, mm. I just had to sit there and hope he was coming back. Wow. <laughs> I love it when you're like, nah, he's still not coming. He didn't get off the no. first stop. It's like seeing. Well, no mums. Good, good mums out there. Good for mums. They're just not calling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Look, let's be real. 2020's been a real show. Australia is on fire. Coronavirus. Broncos, every day another drama. If only we had an astrologer to tell us that 2021 will be better. Oh, hello, Kelly Fox. We have used this lady to uh, help us uh, make a lot of predictions, and when we ignore her, things go badly. So we put a lot of trust and faith into Kelly Fox. Yes, she's a professional astrologer, and I, I need to say, Kelly, what are your credentials, just for anyone listening for the first time? Accredited with the Australian Federation of Astrologers and three organisations in the US. Okay, so this year, right, you did say it was going to be a bad year. You were correct. Let's look for mm-hmm. the future. What can everyone expect uh, for 2021? And does it just change over at news and we go, yay? It actually starts to change mid-December of 2020. And that the build-up happens at the end of November when we've got a lunar eclipse. And then two weeks later, it'll be a solar eclipse. Ooh. Eclipses are always giant turning points. And then mid-December, we've got Jupiter, planet of Uh, luck and good fortune and Saturn, planet of karma, changing signs. All of this mid-December, life is going to be different. There will be challenges in 2021 um, and that's mainly in February, June and December. And it'll be a clash of the old versus the new. That sounds like Trump and Biden. I don't know why we all wrote that down. Like We're like, oh, yeah, let's write down February, June and December. (laughs) I I just want to ask about, you said uh, Saturn is the planet of karma and that's switching. Are you saying that a lot of what's happened in 2020 is karma-based? Yes. Wow. So we're we're kind of getting repercussions of things we've 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 done done in the past. Yes, absolutely. It's karma of humankind. Most of us are innocent. It's like the higher up, Mm. you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. we're all paying the price. So we really need to have a year of healing. Yes, but that won't come in 2021. We're looking at 2023, 2025. I mean, this is years out, but we've got to go through it because change never happens overnight. Right, so so next year is going to be better than 2020, but you're saying it's not going to be like everything is back to normal. There's still going to be the the same struggles continue on, but the light starts to shine a bit more? Yes, totally, totally. And it's, so it's the old, as I said, it's the old versus the new, the status quo versus progressive reforms. Mm. Just for us personally, we always say that we're the three best friends that anyone ever has. And um, we've also said oh, that we will never, never ever, 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 ever leave each other. other. Uh, but we're Gemini, Aquarius and a Leo. What do you see? Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to be compatible. Um, what do you see for us next year? Fabulousness. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, no, nobody's laughing. <laughs> nobody's laughing at that. Because this year has sucked because balls, we're so Kelly. Scared, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought it was big. For the air signs, uh, jump nine Aquarius, uh, the eclipses are on your axis, mm-hmm. meaning 
the truth needs to be uncovered or don't just skim over details. It's like you've got to dig deep. And for the Leo, there's also um, a fixed sign axis. So in other words, don't be too set in your opinion. And the whole thing... I disagree with you completely. (laughs) (laughs) The, The theme of what's coming about in December this year and then through 2021 is all about the media mm-hmm. and social media and fake news versus, again, finding the truth or getting to the bottom of something mm-hmm. and not just believing anything at face value. So, I mean, when you say that, do you think the world is going to be a more positive place next year? 2020 has really shown, as you say about the news cycle stuff, it's shown us as humans our thirst for, um, you know, anger and our thirst to be... Um, we've we've really thrived on watching all this negativity. Are we going to see the world hopefully change into a more positive space? Yes, that's what we're building up into. And that's what I was saying. It's like change doesn't come overnight mm-hmm. and it's going to take a couple of years before we really evolve into that. And you guys have heard of the age of Aquarius? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're sort of building up into. And in 2023-25, we see really big changes. It's like the world is a different place. I've been trying to convince our producer, who's a Scorpio, She's had a breakup because Maddie jinxed her relationship. It's a long story, Kel. Um, but <laughs> would would you suggest that she goes online dating? Because I'm trying to get her to do it this year and she's not ready. When would you say would be a right time for her to find love? For Scorpio, I had to laugh, actually, when you first said that. You've been trying to convince her and I thought, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's a Scorpio, right? She's a Scorpio. You can't convince a Scorpio unless they really want to do it. But I'd say mid-December on would be a really good time to... Step into like a new direction as we've all been forced to do. Yes, right. I did tell her that, Kel. Just <laughs> um, you that. Do you see any big fights happening around the world? Like we always say with what's happened, there's been tensions between uh, China and Australia. We know that a lot of shipments are being stopped. Oh. How do you see our relations with the rest of the world going? I think as people band together with the new order of Jupiter, Saturn in Aquarius and very much about, you know, that humanitarian and you know not good versus bad but more like it it is about equality it is about thinking of other people and particularly we get a glimpse of it mid 2021 for a few months between like may and july uh, when jupiter moves into pisces and it's all about compassion for other people and looking at situations from a global point of view that's what 2020 has sort of kicked off what about um, the, the biggest question of all? How will the Brisbane Broncos go next year with their new <laughs> coach, Kevin Walters? Oh, they're going to kill it. Ah, kill it. Love it. Go love it. Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you might now, be biased okay. Sometimes there. she's just telling us what we need Kelly, to Kelly, is that a Broncos fan talking or is that an astrologist using her, her planets? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There is something quite special happening. Mm. And there are two people in this room that are celebrating an anniversary. Is it? It's obviously you two. It's obviously me and you. Oh. I love you, buddy. There's nothing worse than (laughs) saying we've got a special anniversary and people go, really? Is that a wedding anniversary? So he's been cute. He already knows what it is. I told him. I would say you, you guys have been here longer than me. What have you... 
It's you, isn't it? Like how, uh, like how long you've worked? What date is you want, it? You want how long to, you've worked together? Why are you together? talking so fast? Do you want me to, um, I'll have a conversation uh, with her while you run off and get a present. <laughs> What's it, what is is it? Uh, it? Was I meant to? Let's see. This is on me. <laughs> this is you know what I've realised. This yes, is why I'm nervous. It is you because you guys are, you guys are the special people, and I'm the one who should have organised something. I haven't organised. Is anything. there anything special about coming up? What would have happened ten years ago? You guys started working together ten years no, ago. No, we today? didn't. Uh, you and I met 10 years ago. We were working 10 years ago. Yeah, we were on the hot 30. I know. That's right. You, that's, you just know. got married. I know. You did. It came up in my Facebook memories the other day, actually. Did it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Oh, oh no. Yeah, so 10 years ago. So obviously, like, Sav and I have worked together for the longest, people yes. always think. But I actually met you before I started this job, and we worked together. Yeah, I'm the and third wheel. Such a <laughs> memorable, um, such a memorable time yeah. that I thought I would just test you okay, okay. on a few of the things. You know what I remember about mm, that time? Mm, here we so go. I was doing the, doing the night show. Um, they said the, a girl from Adelaide is going to come and fill in for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind, You the the price you oh, would pay on a skirt. On, on clothes. Okay. You you bought a pair of shorts and the price was like $200 and I was like what is They were clothes. What what's a col- oh, I was like a squat thing, was it? Do you it? talk much when you're nervous or not? No, I'm telling the story. I remember yeah. it. And you, That's and all you remember. You hid the kids. you hid the price tags in the in the toilet in the um the hand towel <laughs> bin because it was locked. You couldn't get right, into it. So we we were doing the same music all the time. So I want to test you and see what was the number one song that we played. Oh, I would say it would have been a either One Direction or Justin Bieber song. I'll give you a clue. One Direction wasn't around then. Wow. Was it Psy Gangnam Style? Nope. That wasn't around then. It was this one. Skrillex? Nope. This one. Bruno Mars. Oh, really? That was big, yeah, 2010 in December. Hot 30. You would have heard it. Hot 30 Countdown was here yes. on B105. We used to yeah, always right. pretend that we didn't know what was the number one, but we all knew what the number one was. Did you? Do you remember? Do you know how I knew? Mm. I scheduled it the day before. Yeah. <laughs> But didn't people vote on it? Yeah. Yeah, we had a rough yeah, idea what was yeah. going to happen. They oh, voted and then we compiled it all and did it. Uh, who was the guy that we interviewed that wore his sunglasses the whole interview and then he didn't take them off to the end? And he was like, oh, that was really good, guys. So it was cool for the interview that we recorded. Usher? Was it a big big name like that? Or was it like a Dan Ewing from Home and Away? I remember anything the time, I think except I for the answer. price of, of the, the shorts, shorts that I said. Jason Derulo. No, this guy, Tiny Temper. Oh. Big event that happened out. 10 years ago and it was just breaking it was when we were sort of on air, do you remember? It, was, it wasn't a great event, talking about it happened in Queensland, everyone was affected by it. I, I do remember that. It would have been the floods because mm-hmm. I remember I was on air in Sydney and my mum's house flooded yes. and I wasn't able, I felt really and bad couldn't come back. I couldn't come up to help. Yep, yep. It was all the floods. Who was the PM at the time? Um, I reckon it was uh, old mate in the um, DTs, uh, Abbott. Abbott was It there. was this guy. G'day, it's Kevin Rudd here, the uh, global handball Do you, uh, do you uh, used to smoke a lot of pot? <laughs> <laughs> no, Can I just run through you haven't got any of these right? Well, no, because I remember when I did that show... <laughs> 
It must have oh, been right. was just after he he took over because when I was doing the Hot Thirty, I was gifted from Tony Abbott a signed pair of DTs. Mm. Yeah. So that's why that I remember that. Yeah. I guess what you got to consider because you you did the show a lot, right? Not just with the three weeks you did it with Abbott. Yeah, I, I he did, it did it for a couple of months, so right. I don't know why he's yeah, doing the three weeks. So if that's all right, yeah. right, okay. yeah. yeah, 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 all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was the number one movie? We were giving away tickets to these. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Shrek. Was it Shrek? No, no. The boy who lived. Come to die. Come on, Tom. Let's finish this the way we started. Together. Uh, Lord of the Rings. No. Harry Potter. Oh, is that Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How have you survived in this industry? <laughs> Happy anniversary, Bay. Happy anniversary to you two. You had um, really long hair. I remember that. Cool. Um, who was the guy that we interviewed in the hotel and then he invited us to the cricket after? Russell Brand? Russell Crowe. <laughs> cricket? Went- Hugh Jackman. No. Jack Black. We can st- Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> I'm going through all of my hotel interviews. Uh, were they a movie star or were they a music star? It was Oh, the- you could say both. It was the Hoff. Oh, yeah, because he was plugging Splice. He was a Splice Was that what guard. it was for? And we had to say how much we liked Splice, but then we did a reenactment of a scene and you were dead in it? I don't know why you were yes. dead in it. Yeah, no, we did. We oh, we need to find that audio. Well, here you go. It's there. <laughs> oh! God, you got the you job! Got the yeah! job! Yeah! I'm still dead. Go back to radio. I can't All believe right. you two were going to have sex over my dead body. What do you mean? That's something really cool about <laughs> Radio sex. Yeah, we were reenacting a Baywatch scene. Baywatch scene, yeah. And the two of you were meant to, you were my wife, I was drowning, Hoff was going to save me, but instead of bringing me back to life, you guys hooked up. Yeah. Genius. (laughs) So anyway, so I can't wait to relive. Uh, To be fair, if we told you what we did last week, you wouldn't have been able to remember. But yeah, 10 years ago. Wow. Mm. I'm, I apologise. That's for right. Not, just get a president. For not remembering. Um. <laughs> I just pretend I'm not here, guys. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's podcast. Bye. Bye. So when I was 12, right? <laughs> We've cut this out. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. B105.